This is part two of our reflection on Lee Scratch Perry. Let's pick up where we left off. Lee Scratch Perry produced some of Bob Marley and the Whalers' best and most iconic early recordings. These included the Soul Rebel and Soul Revolution albums, singles Small Axe and Duppy Conqueror, Jaliv, Punky Reggae Party, and Rastaman Liver. By 1978, the Black Ark fell into a state of disrepair due to stress and other reasons. Scratch later burned the Black Ark to the ground in a fit of rage to get rid of unwanted and evil spirits. But make no mistake, he steadily continued to record throughout the rest of his life. I am the Grim Reaper, I am life and death. And you want an interview? But we don't have any interview, we don't have an out of you. My heart compelled me to do this job. But some people call it reggae, reggae, muffin and this. But the real name for it is heartbeat. Boof, boof, boof. Along with boof, Paul boof, McCartney, Scratch also worked with Gregory Isaacs and Robert Palmer. Everyone seemed to want a piece of the upsetter sound. Perry was not mainstream in his music, nor in his thinking. He'd often refer to himself as an alien from another world who's only visiting here. He was complex, he was different, and the world knew it too. Magic Emperor Rastafari, His Imperial Majesty Emperor Alessalassie I, Lords of Lords, Kings of Kings... Cratch was also known to burn the top of his microphone with a lighter throughout the span of his career. This was one of the ways he got rid of any bad vibes before recording. He would take a deep breath and try to channel the energy of his children on the floors above. And with his eyes closed, he would swing to the music and chant, I came, I saw, and I conquered. Just like his music, Scratch was very well known for his chaotic and eclectic fashion sense. With a sense of style like his, he caught the eyes of many across the globe. No stranger to the fashion world, in May 2019, Scratch was one of the models for popular brand Adidas Originals' Don't Assume campaign. At age 84, in 2020, he gained the attention of iconic Italian fashion house Gucci, who featured him sporting some of their garbs. In 2010, he also collaborated with trending brand Supreme on two t-shirt designs featuring his written word and original artwork. Lee Scratch Perry won a Grammy in 2003 for the album Jamaican E.T. and had four Grammy nominations under his belt. The Grammy nominations were for The End of an American Dream in 2007, Repentance 2008, Revelation 2010, and Back on the Controls 2014. To me, what do I mean? It interprets a dog, have a piece of cloth, tearing up together. You ever see the dog do that? That's the, that's the reggae. I'm not going to stop telling you up the dog, tear up the piercer, so it says revolution. It's war. Scratch received the Order of Distinction from the Jamaican government in 2012 for his priceless contributions to Jamaica and the world at large. 
The late dub pioneer will also be getting a bust in his honor as part of the Jamaica 60 Diamond Jubilee celebrations. November 2019, Scratch released his 12-track Heavy Rain album, which debuted at number one on the Billboard Reggae album charts. It became his first number one album in his 60-year career, making him the oldest artist to top the charts. A documentary about his life, The Upsetter, was also narrated by Benicio Del Toro, then released in 2008. He worked at all three studios starting out as a handyman and a janitor, quickly working his way up the ladder, scouting talent, arranging tracks, and finally recording, producing, and ghostwriting songs. Throughout the span of his life, Perry was married twice, first to Paulette Perry, from whom he divorced in 1979, then to Morel Rouge, whom he met in 1989. He later moved to Switzerland to live with Rouge, and they had two children. Lee Scratch Perry was ahead of his time, and now he will perpetually be beyond it. The world of music lost one of its most unfathomable creators, a marvel whose sound has transformed our lives and lives in the sounds that we indulge in today. I have a lot of songs that they take from me. They just take them so. I'm not even my name was written as a writer. They just take them because this is a country boy and you can't say anything otherwise it be your person. <laughs> they respect the words and respect the songs and think they are good songs, but not me. They don't want me to sing them. For me to survive, I have to find something for myself. This program was written by Abigail Wilson and produced by Norman Marsh. If you missed part one or you'd like to hear this program again, visit cool97fm.com and click podcasts. What you shall reap in a You like the fire to burn this night.